everyone, and welcome to the Comedy Game Design Podcast. I totally play that, where we create games that you'll wish existed. Uh, with me today, I have a colorful cast, a colorful crew of commentators. I'm Chris Gordon. Uh, thank you for listening. And with me, I have Joey Pasco. Hey, what's up? This is Joey. And I got Peter Corvesis. Hello. And joining me for the first time, standing six foot six from North Carolina, <laughs> I have the man, Lucas Quagliata. Hey, what a get. What a get. <laughs> what a get if I, if I do say so myself. Six foot six, 480 <laughs> pounds of beef. That's, that's me. That's what they say. So Luke, you don't you're not much of a gamer, correct? You don't play too many video games, right? No, I don't. Um I used to like growing up, I was very into like Madden and, and sports games mm-hmm. and then um I got a little bit into like Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell got you. Okay. This sounds like the exact antithesis of Chris's video game lifespan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember uh, being drunk in college with you once, Luke, and we got into yeah. a heated debate because you said Madden was the greatest game series of all time. Yeah, I was, <laughs> no, 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 not greatest. I said it was the highest selling, and I was extremely oh. convinced. And that you this were wrong. True. Yeah, I was very yeah. wrong, super wrong, so wrong. <laughs> but you also there was a, a browser game that you were really into called Cookie Clicker. Cookie Clicker. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. Did you guys uh, like talk about how you're gonna ambush me on some? <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that you played that game and that was yeah game. so so I he got, also beat ocarina of time you beat ocarina that's of time. true that's true um <laughs> i did beat ocarina of time although i was a uh, heavy heavily reliant on the player's guide everyone is that's the secret yeah. for every player who has ever played ocarina of time is it's probably impossible without a player's guide <laughs> i did have a nintendo power subscription for a while too actually growing up so oh, i guess really? I, I have a, a as a youth i was uh, more entwined but not so much now. I would say um, now the the most I'll do is like an Angry Birds like on a plane. I wanted to try something and I wanted to see. I'm going to name <laughs> some. Actually, we'll go around. Uh, each of us will name a video game uh, series. And I want to just get your idea of what you think or what you've understood oh, it to be about <laughs> from a distance, from a okay. complete distance. This so a very... A, a, a very uh, topical one right now is Final Fantasy VII. What is your understanding of what Final Fantasy VII is about and is? So Final Fantasy VII is, um, you know, they've been telling the story for a while. First it was fantasy. Then it was the fantasy <laughs> continues. Uh, and now the seventh is is the, the last one. But the problem is in a capitalist society like ours, they need to keep making money. And so mm-hmm. they've decided, you know, there was Final Fantasy, but then there was Final Fantasy 2, 3, 4. Five. But, but keep in mind, this came after fantasy and the fantasy continues. So, uh, <laughs> and, and what Don't it is, the prequels, the fantasy menace. Did you ever, did, did you ever have a dream uh, and you woke up in the dream, but you were just in a, in another dream? So like a little bit like uh, Inception, I guess, but it's like. You uh, mean you like know, every dream I have during quarantine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So Final Fantasy is you're just trying to wake up from that uh, internal dream, but it's just another dream. So you're trying to wake the guy up, like throwing water on him, like putting him in a tub. Like, yeah, that, that's what. That's do what you, do you know the main character's name from the game? 
No, I know nothing about Final Fantasy. Like, nothing at all. <laughs> you know, the closest thing I would draw it to, I guess, that I would say, like, is it something like a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing? It's pretty much shot for shot Dragon Ball yeah. Z. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, like, going to different worlds, and you're, like, fighting, like, people with different kinds of powers, and you're seeking some kind of amulet of some sort, I would imagine. <laughs> How about Metal Gear Solid? Do you know oh. anything about that? Yeah, that's got a uh, Snape. Uh, and it <laughs> Solid Snape. Good yeah. Solid Snape. Good Correct. Go on. Uh, and he's like an old spy, I, th- I thought, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. Uh, the Gears of War franchise? Gears of War I played a lot in college, so I know. That sounds bad, yeah. He's familiar with the big necks, the broad shoulders. Friend of the pod, <laughs> uh, Andrew Lim, would play that quite a bit. <laughs> Just beefy boys go one. to war is what I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Gears of War is a game that you don't play unless you have Mountain Dew and like chicken wings in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just That's Dorito accurate. dust everywhere. You don't yeah. even have code Doritos. Red in particular. Yeah. You Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> in fact, you, pay, you play best if you're avoiding studying for a midterm. <laughs> That's the secret to top performance. Mm-hmm. Nobody will tell you that. The pros won't tell you. It's in the Prima, it's in the prima yeah. Guide. And one more. I want to know what. Animal Crossing looks like to a normal person. It, it it looks like just a an escape for everyone. So basically, it's like my life sucks. So let me go be a farmer on in a fake world, and I'll fly to islands and uh, I don't know, grow beets or something. <laughs> Literally, exactly correct. Not yeah. even a little bit. It's off. it's a lot more capitalistic, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Well, I was getting to the raccoon lords over everyone. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's funny that you picked that up. Tom Nook with his evil the, empire. The got you gotta, to you gotta remember. Like, I'm a meme. I'm a meme man. I'm, I'm in on the memes. So if I don't, if I see a meme and I don't know it, I go to know your meme, and I, I read up on the memes. I'm very much like you gotta keep up on the memes. No, so like you know how Tyler watched the end of uh, as was discussed on on your first episode. Tyler watched the mm-hmm. end of Bioshock. Um, so like I will do that, but like without having played the game, basically, mm. like I was like, <laughs> why is every what this is a long time ago, but like the cake is a lie. People keep saying the cake. So I like went and read the whole Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this cake? What's the deal with this? Cake? So yeah, I like to be, I like to be in on the joke. So I will, um, research many things. Final fantasy has escaped my, uh, n- base of knowledge. <laughs> it's escaped your grasp. <laughs> Although you weren't that far off, you did get capitalism. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is very much about capitalism. Final Fantasy VII is very much about getting lost within a dream. So oh, yeah, you weren't far is? off at all. Oh, I thought yeah. that, I was joking. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't far off at all. Um, so the topic for this week is TV shows. So we each came up with an idea for a TV show game, a game based on a TV show. Um, and I wanted to start off by talking about some of the real games that are based on TV shows. Yes. So I, I have, I have two examples open here. Uh, one of them is for Home Improvement, uh, a sitcom that everyone should be pretty familiar with you know you got your i mean everybody are taylor yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you don't know wilson get out you got your tim the tool man taylor famous grunt and, <laughs> every way uh, everybody you know, give your yeah, best hold on. we grunt, have to please. go around <laughs> yeah yeah all right all right here's mine sure <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like goofy. It sounds like goofy. Yeah, yeah. All these sound like a dog smelling something. <laughs> oh, right, hey, let me try. Oh, that was great. That was good. Well, he also has his. There's different emotions too. He'll be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he likes something. <laughs> yeah. If he likes something, yeah. He's kind of like yeah. a Pokemon. He just like does that same thing, but over and over in different. That's all he can say. Did you know? Well, in the say. show, Tim the Toolman Taylor, that's just like his stage name. His real name is. He had to change it though. Yeah. They, you know, his agent asked him to change that one. Yeah, when he, for when the he show. Got on the show. For the show. Yeah. So when you think of home improvement, what do you think of? You think of it's gotta uh, be like a side scroller where you're just like throwing hammers at shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and read this the plot summary from Wikipedia on a special broadcast of the show Tool Time. Tim prepares to unveil the new Binford Ultra Power Tool line named after him, the, Bil- the Binford Taylor Turbo Power Tool line. Say that fucking 10 times fast. He goes to retrieve them, only to discover that they're missing and a note left in their place demanding Tim to come. demanding tim to come uh that's all it says (laughs) it doesn't say where does he make that noise when he comes (laughs) (laughs) that's actually just his o face (laughs) and a note left in their place demanding tim to come (laughs) um but here's where it really starts to go off the rails the player's weapons include modified tools such as a nail gun, a blowtorch used as a flamethrower. It does say in parentheses the blowtorch is used as a flamethrower. Naturally. And a chainsaw. These weapons are used to fight, and here's where it starts going off the rails. These weapons are used to fight dinosaurs, acid-spewing <laughs> mummies, robot sentries, and other enemies it just says other enemies but i have to assume that it's a wild list all the way down what like is um, they... is bob vila somebody you can kill in the game i hope bob vila is the <laughs> final boss <laughs> al borland is the final boss he transforms into his true form well i wouldn't doubt that al was jealous and stole the tool and he demanded tim to come <laughs> Man, like, i'm looking at screenshots of these games uh, of the game and i can't tell if any of these are photoshopped or, <laughs> or if they're like real like is there like, this the up, no. game over screen is tim the Toolman taylor flying in a pool of blood <laughs> Al, Al Portland stands over him and says i don't think so tim <laughs> <laughs> no, that can't be real. Can't be real. I don't know though. It I'm looks looking real. at it too. It looks real though. I didn't see that particular one. Could you drop that in the chat, please? Yes, I will. <laughs> oh, I see it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. No, this is fake. This has got to be fake. It is real. I, it is real. I swear to God. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, oh why does it? Does it go through like a prehistoric portal? Like, did whoever stole his tools <laughs> put them in, in the past? Or you know, it's not really clear. It's just somebody <laughs> asked him to come, and this is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> this is what happens when Tim the Toolman Taylor is asked to come. He's just oh lying boy. in a pool of his own blood. Wow, I did not know that. 
Yeah. That's not mentioned. That's this not is, mentioned in the Wikipedia article. This is wow. troublesome. <laughs> troublesome. This is bonkers. And I thought I had played most Super Nintendo games, but I have to say, this is one I've never touched. <laughs> I opened it once in an emulator, and I played. It starts with the dinosaurs. That's where it begins. You're asked to come, and then <laughs> oh, it goes so right into dinosaurs. Are you That's saying the that first Tim level. the Toolman Taylor is an immortal being who has existed <laughs> since the beginning of time? <laughs> That's got to be what it is. Oh man! You fight your way to the modern age until you get your own show. <laughs> That's incredible. That's got to be what it is. So yeah, home improvement colon power tool pursuit. That's uh, that's one of the TV games, real TV games that you should look up. Um, another one that I did think was worth a mention is the Quarry in the House video yes. game that was made for Nintendo DS. I'm just going to go ahead and read off the plot for this one. Um Cory in the House is an adventure game that requires the player to play as Cory Baxter, a teenager who lives with his father, Victor Baxter, after Victor gets accepted as the head chef at the White House. That's just the plot of the show. So far, so good. Can we take a step back quick? For those people who didn't grow up in our generation, um, if I remember this correctly, Cory in the House was a spinoff of the show That's So Raven. Yes, it is it was indeed. Cory yes. in the House... <laughs> is the younger brother of Raven and her dad move into the White House. <laughs> so yeah, I was going to so say, this, I, I did, not, did not know what Corey in the House was even. So thank you for that. It's, it's a that. wonderful television show. It is a spinoff that lasted like half a season. From, <laughs> nah, from dude, that's that thing so lasted a while, I think. Really? I, I was making that up to be funny. I wasn't basing Dear that Google on Machine. Oh, two seasons. <laughs> Two seasons. Okay, we'll give it two. All right, so it made it two seasons. But it's important to keep in mind that this world uh, exists in the same world as a psychic teenager exists. So there is magic in this world. This is this is a fantastical, you know, J.K. Rowling-esque world that's been created here. You know, if, if, if you think about it, that's sort of the worst place for the brother of a psychic to be is the White House. The White House. <laughs> because the White House, if they find out, she's going to be dissected in a lab and that's, that's a raven true. is going to be smeared across like the Pentagon. Well, that's what happened in Area 51. Little yeah, she's, that was she's, the plot yeah, she's just in the pen, she's a precog in the Pentagon from here on out. That was the plot of season three and they couldn't, they couldn't release it. It there got too dark. A, Disney didn't like it. There is actually a secret season three of Corey and I House where Raven does get dissected by uh, the Area 51 scientists. Coming to Disney Plus in 2021. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, so that's just the plot of the show. His dad is the chef at the White House, and this is Corey from uh, That's So Raven fame. But here is where the plot of the game begins. The basic premise for the game is Corey, after winning a toy contest, starts an endeavor to sell bobbleheads depicting the President of the United States to the citizens of Washington, D.C. The bobbleheads, however, are taken into possession by the evil toy maker, and that is in capitals. That is a capitalized title. The capital evil capital toy maker so that's his name he's just <laughs> that, that's his name his first name is the middle name evil <laughs> last name he's mr toy maker <laughs> um who tries to utilize the bobbleheads as a mean of hypnotic technology on the population of washington dc Corey is then tasked with retrieving the bottleheads to stop the hypnosis plan and that is the plot of the nintendo ds video game Corey in the house <laughs> 
Wow. Yikes. Sounds great. <laughs> and I just want to also throw out that the game is described as an adventure stealth game. So there are stealth elements. You're trying to sneak around wow. and uh, obtain these bobbleheads. See, like Splinter Cell, this would be great. I'm, I'd be great. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of your few gaming touchstones. It does line up directly with, yes. Uh, so the only game I found is The Bachelor, The Game. <laughs> <laughs> so there okay. is the bachelor was created for nintendo ds and the nintendo wii and it is basically just a shit ton of mini games but you're vying for love of the bachelor or bachelorette or whatever the av club wrote an article about this back in 2014 and the headline just says the bachelor video game simulates the most miserable parts of dating <laughs> Wait, what are the parts? What are the parts it simulates? I didn't go deep into the article. I want to know what these mini games consist of. <laughs> I imagine it it probably is like WarioWare Inc. except a lot worse, you know? Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like pour a bottle of champagne, but it's just like spilling everywhere. <laughs> and she's getting mad. <laughs> like, well, I can tell you, you, you also from You try to experience. propose and you have to like balance as you get down on one knee, but you just fall over and like fart or something. Get the ring on her finger correctly. Whoa. You're like trying to give somebody a rose, but instead you throw it at their heart and kill them. <laughs> You're trying to grab the rose, but you need to avoid the thorns with the photorealistic <laughs> hand that's moving around. Just blood squirts on when you... Up, I can tell you I worked at a Best Buy and Circuit City uh, it, during the heyday of like Nintendo DS, uh, PS3, Xbox 360. And like it, when you would go into the like DS section, there was always like a shit ton of these like tie-in games to TV shows mm -hmm. that had no right ever having a, a video game. And like Shovel every around. once in a while, a grandma would come in being like, I'm getting my grandson a DS. Do you think he would like Zack and Cody's Sweet Life, the game? And like, she comes up with like a pile of games that are like all terrible, but like you got to make the sale and you're just like, I'm so sorry, kid. <laughs> oh, I betrayed you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, the DS was known for its shovelware. Yeah, <laughs> like if you see a game is fifteen dollars, you shouldn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rule of thumb. Yeah, that's a rule of thumb, Grandma. But I also want to point out, she would never say my grandson is getting a DS. She would have said my grandson is getting a Nintendo. Yes, no <laughs> he's getting what a it Nintendo was. GameCube boy. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I think no matter what kind of game system it was, she would say, it's, it's always a Nintendo. A Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sony Nintendo, Nintendo like... I heard it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo is like the word Kleenex to old people. <laughs> You're over yeah. there playing Nintendo, making phone calls on your Nintendo. I see you playing Angry Birds. Stop taking pictures of me on your Nintendo. <laughs> Take that Nintendo VR headset off of your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Help! I've fallen. Call nine one one on the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're talking about the the TV show video games that we created. We each have one to pitch. Um, I will start with mine, and I will begin with uh, a question. What's your favorite part about watching TV? The snacks. The 
citizen snacks. <laughs> <laughs> the snacks are good. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, when I'm when I'm going to consume content. I was waiting uh, for you to be like the commercials. The best part. That, so that's a good thought. It's close. Um, but what I was going to say is if I'm going to consume content in these modern times, I'm going to go to an on-demand service. I'm going to go to Netflix. I'm going to go to Hulu. Why would I ever be watching TV nowadays? Um, but the idea of channel surfing still has a place in my heart. The idea that I could just put it on and blindly hit the channel up and channel down buttons until I find something that appeals to me. Um, and that is what my game is based on. And it's very, very ironic that you mentioned WarioWare earlier because my game <laughs> is Channel Surf Showdown Mega Micro Games. <laughs> so this is, oh, this is a WarioWare-esque uh, game where... Uh, it's based upon game shows. So you might jump from answering a Jeopardy question to guessing the number one family feud answer to having to put some balls in a hoop like the Aztecs did via uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. So you're jumping from thing to thing um, in a very WarioWare-esque fashion, all based on game shows. You might have to burn your opponent with a sick Yo Mama joke in Wilmer Valderrama's Yo Mama. There's a, yes. there's a wealth of game shows to draw from. Do you do we have Wilmer's uh catchphrase? Do, what was it? Do you have you can win cash money. Uh, cash money. Yeah. So you could definitely win cash money because I did want to say that this is an actual competition where you could win money. So it, it works on like a system where people are playing live online and you do win cash money, as Wilmer Valderrama would say. Um so basically, every uh, you get 15 challenges, and it could be a Jeopardy question, it could be a, a you know a Family Feud thing. But essentially, you get 15 of those little micro games that last like five seconds, and then you got to do a boss level. So this could be taking on the Temple Guards from Legends of the Hidden Temple. You might have to do the final Double Dare challenge. You might have to take on the Aggro Crag from Guts. Um, so it's like the final challenge of these game shows, and you have to take that on every 15 micro challenges. This feels like just Game Show Network the game. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially that's what a bit, Yeah, that's a good title for it. So you're paying like $5 a month in, into this or something too so that there's enough prize so that people can actually get prize money or no? $10 a month. Oh. oh please, $5? What? Come on, $10 a month. Okay. $10 that's a more month. more than Netflix. Yep, that, but you have the chance to win money. Has Netflix ever paid you money? No. But, <laughs> but Channel Surf Showdown Mega Micro Games might if your uh, Mega Micro Games skills are, are strong enough. Um, so just like uh, they can be separated into categories. So just like in WarioWare, how you select like a level and it's like Jimmy with the big afro, he does the sports games. Orbulon does like the the like uh, math and spelling games. This is like, Orbulon? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I did real, not know where that came from. That's a real WarioWare character. I love WarioWare and <laughs> I can guarantee you that that is a real character. I did not just make that up. Um but in this game, it's like, you know, you got uh, you got uh, Mark Summers, who maybe does the physical challenges. Mark Summers he makes will you take reach you up the a nose challenges. and pull boogers out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you need, like, physical attachments for this, or is it just like a Wii remote? Yeah, like, are, that's, that's are a there, great question. Like, I was curious what the like is. Is there, like, a dance board and, like, a balance board? Like, I imagine you got to have some of these available. 
So you do need a very powerful PC because these are state-of-the-art graphics. Oh, it's and you PC do need, game? You oh. do need an Oculus Rift. This is a full <laughs> VR 360 experience. And you are actually reaching up into that nose. You are putting your hand through the GAC uh, to pull out the flag. Oh um, this is a full, full experience uh, in VR. Like the physical challenge is, is one aspect, but then you also got trivia. So maybe that's hosted by uh, re- Regis, Regis Philbin. My, my name's Regis Philbin. <laughs> oh my Can God. anyone do a Regis Philbin? Because no, no, I tried right there going. and it didn't work. Keep no, going. No, no. Continue the voice, it's, please. Come on, Regis. It's, it's Regis. me. It's, uh, it's Regis Philbin. It's going to be a great show. No. This is like Kermit. <laughs> like much closer to Kermit than Regis. <laughs> yeah. This is a better Kermit impression than your actual Kermit impression. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Regis Philbin is a person who you can do a very good impression of. And I don't have one. But I'm trying. <laughs> so. can, you do, can anybody do a Regis Philbin just to correct the record? I don't know. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? That's it. Do we all have to try this? Listen, Christopher, do you want to win a million dollars? Yeah. Is that your final answer? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Much better. So he hosts the trivia section. And then there's like the opinion-based game section, which is, of course, hosted by Steve Harvey. Um, So you just get your choice. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Or you could do the, you know, the big mashup where it's just... Uh, a full, you know, no holds barred. You're jumping from trivia to opinion based to physical challenge, uh, like it's nothing. Um, so <laughs> you're doing it like it's nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like it's nothing, nothing. to you. <laughs> you're crushing it. Some kid from Omaha comes in. He's got slow <laughs> internet. You crush it. <laughs> he doesn't have the fancy fiber optic cables you do. Fuck that kid. Most people aren't <laughs> plugging in. <laughs> They're relying on Wi-Fi. Imbeciles. Similar to your Purge game, Chris, this feels like a lifestyle choice. Like, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. have to like pay $10 a month, climb into your VR tank, and then like <laughs> do all these things while all these like virtual hosts yell at you. So and, what like, I'm... <laughs> What I'm picturing is there is like a subgroup of people who make this their income. They're just very good at Channel Surf Showdown Mega Micro Games, and they do build a cottage industry out of the prize winnings from doing it. They could definitely Twitch it and like, yeah, Uh I mean, this could be a thing. I mean, and then, oh my gosh, Meta, this becomes a TV show. People are just watching. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it just becomes a show in, in itself. (laughs) <laughs> and you're just watching people in their living room and it, and it could do like the cross screen thing where it's like, this is what they're seeing in their VR headset, but then it's just so, them. And maybe they do trip over their coffee table during the double dare physical challenge. <laughs> you're watching people's living rooms, tapping into their like security cameras and just watching them <laughs> wave around. <laughs> like do their thing. Yes. That's great. Yes, and it's it's aired on prime time on ABC <laughs> America's network. It's aired for ten hours a day on ABC, <laughs> NBC, Fox, CBS, <laughs> all the major networks. It's hosted by Regis Philbin. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Regis Philbin. I, I think like my one tweak to this is that I think like you don't need multiple hosts. I think you should just genetically combine all of them into one <laughs> being. Yeah. Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey, 
meets uh, Alex Trebek, meets Regis Philbin, meets Carson Daly. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. It's a horrible blob in like a suit that's just like, oh, you come from Texas. Let's go to the Johnsons. Let's go to Mo for the Times. Mo, what was that guy's name? Who? I don't remember. What? The guy from Guts. Let's go to Mo's for the... Let's go... <clears throat> let's go to Mo for the Times. Mo. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't ring a bell what? for you? Um, I can't remember. And then, and then, and then Mo was like... And then Mo was like... Uh, Regis clocked four buoys. Regis uh, Philbin could be in it. Wasn't he like 40 or 50 at that point? <laughs> And probably older. I'm gonna try and get to the top of the aggro crag to get it for my wife. <laughs> Bob Barker collected seven buoys, and now I'm just turning into Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this impressions podcast is really taking off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's my mo. Uh, so you heard my Regis, you heard my mo, um, and that's all you're getting today. <laughs> Um, so that's my idea. Channel Surf Showdown, colon, Mega Micro Games. And the Micro Games does have a dollar sign for the S to represent Ooh. the fact that you are winning real cash money. That's great. Ooh, okay. So uh, we talked about this a little bit um, before the podcast started because uh, while you went to the bathroom like eight times, Pete. Yeah, one of your <laughs> four Pete trips. One of your four Pete bathroom breaks. Um, so games. Like right now, like there are so many TV shows that have no right being a game, but are a game because mobile gaming is what it is. Like it's mobile games, I mm -hmm. think for the most part are made to make money. So there's a lot of like pay to play type things and they reward like they're made to be like a routine. Right, the so Kardashian that, game studio. That's all you have to say. There's like twelve Kardashian games. Right, they just keep pumping like, them out. <laughs> even like at the same time, like there's a uh, Trailer Park Boys game. There's an Always Sunny game. Like game, <laughs> and they're, they're all just infinite runners. <laughs> they're, but like, I think those two specifically are more like, oh, okay, like they're like Farmville. They're they're the modern equivalent of Farmville. But mm -hmm. so when I was thinking of my game, I was trying to think like. What is the most painful experience uh, that I could make? That, uh, like a, a show that has no right ever being a game. <laughs> like what could it what be? And the best answer experience? I came up with is a real-time strategy game where you play as none other than famous Canadian Lorne Michaels and, <laughs> you, and, you, and Saturday Night Live, the game. Saturday what a, what a night. Build. Saturday oh. real time strategy. Saturday Night Live, the game. So the game would be structured like a, an RTS, and mm -hmm. you would have cast members, and you would have to like cast them in certain sketches. So like uh -huh. like a like one of those games, or even like an Animal Crossing. There are seasons. There are like times things are happening in the world because snl is very topical uh -huh. and you have to structure like over the course of like a game week you have to structure a show together and like uh -huh. you organize the sketches you cat like put cast members in there there is a like 
guest host. So it's kind of like a resource management type of thing where yes. you have this many cast members, you have these camera guys, you need to make sure they're in the right place at the right time. Oh yeah. shit. You can't just put Will Ferrell in every single skit and be like, <laughs> and we win. That's it. Right. Because, and also like there are cast members who have certain strengths and certain weaknesses. Like each cast member, like if they were a unit would have like, well, this unit is better at impressions. This unit mm -hmm. is really good for weekend update. And gotcha. like you would have to like organize them in a way that gives you the best ratings, I suppose. And you get mm. like better and better characters as you go, but it gets more challenging. It's like you get right. the double camera. You can unlock operator. like legacy characters. Yeah. So and, like Will Ferrell becomes available have, eventually. <laughs> yeah. You you wouldn't have just cast members. You would also have like your uh, set builders, your yeah, sound you like a writing staff, and or your writing staff Ooh. exactly. Like in your writing Ooh, staff, like, like you would get like um, if you were playing like an Age of Empires, you would get like notifications <laughs> like, uh oh, like your writing staff is all hopped up on cocaine and only wrote sketches <laughs> about um, Doctor <laughs> Fart. <laughs> so, so I feel like just a, a tweak already would be like it's not necessarily SNL. It's like. Uh, improv comedy show or something and like you start as just a one-man show and then eventually you like get a partner and then you hire a writer and then you have sets and so like you build it's more like a civilization or something right? yeah you Where, start as lauren michaels seeing one guy who's really funny and telling him to start an improv show and hey, you build I your want empire you to be in my show and then well, eventually that's... it gets up to snl yeah. well that, that's what i was wondering too is it like SNL through time like you could probably do like multiple styles of play where it's like you start with a current cast or mm -hmm. you start mm -hmm. all the way back in the 70s like yeah, the do you worst get to choose time, your decade like hard, yeah you could choose your decade the hardest time would probably be like the 80s when it was like Robert Downey Jr. and <laughs> yeah, <was> gonna say. <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus the cast that was all completely fired <laughs> yeah no I think uh I think you're missing a revenue opportunity. I think you just have one and it starts out with uh, the the newest cast, but then like you have the expansion pack, you know, for just $10 mm. more, you can buy the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Go full EA and have yeah. loot crates. And just, so you could, you could loot really crates, do that. booster packs, but I also like the idea that like you unlock these characters from your gameplay. So like, uh, I'm going to compare this to NBA Street Volume 2, which is the sequel <laughs> oh, to, to, to NBA Street, the EA Big PlayStation 2 classic, NBA Great. Street Volume 2. Um, that game had a system where you play through the campaign mode and eventually you unlock Michael Jordan as a playable character. And I love the idea that you're working your way through the ranks and every now and then you get like a, a little doggy bone where, oh, you got Dana Carvey available to you well, now. Here's see this, where I thought you were going with that is that eventually you unlock characters and the characters are like, oh, Bill Hader just hit on Stefan or <laughs> like it's like different SNL characters. You're like, oh my god, the church lady is a hit, and like <laughs> they're they're like classes for your like. Well, but like here's the and here's like where the challenge would be. It's like you know Stefan is great. But he's not a cold open character. Cold opens are for political mm. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you can't like you just place them strategically. Them. Like you so, can't there just... is like a 
there's like a stat system. There's so there's a stat like system. there's like a monologue stat. There's uh there's like a physical comedy stat. An impression, there's an impression stat. stat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that a lot. And so I imagine each... there has to be some mini games along the way too, where <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it like during the course of the week when you're building the show, like you'll do things. Like that helped. Like you have to take the get, the host out to dinner to schmooze them. Um, <laughs> and that's like a dating simulator type portion. Yeah. You have like a writing session where you're like talking to the host about their monologue, and like the it's Sylvester Stallone, and he's just smoking a cigar, like burning your couch. And then he's like, eh, "What if I beat somebody up?" And you're like, "It's eh, not really funny." <laughs> What if I just do Rocky on the set the whole time? <laughs> wow, that was really good, Pete. <laughs> Pete has good impressions. That's what I was trying to get him to do before. Um, but yeah, I also like the idea that there can be mini games based upon really like redundant things, like just like building a set. So it's just like a timing, like the hammer swing type of mini game. <laughs> well, see, that's but or you can pay two dollars and have the set built right away. I feel like. Oh, right. yep, yep. But what yep. if they unionize and like? Oh, <laughs> that could be a challenge because like the union workers like are supposed to be building the set this, and then maybe game, you hire some scra- uh, scrubs to build the set and you get like, <laughs> this game is starting to sound a lot like work <laughs> like just being a project manager yeah pretty much I was like how do I make SNL a game while simultaneously robbing all of the humor and joy out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you were successful. Uh, Congratulations. One other thing I want to ask you. So is it, uh, is it like live? Like, is it like a service game where it's updating like weekly? Like these are the topics who are, these are your celebrity guests you have at your disposal. Uh, no, I wasn't trying to like make it a subscription service game. I was thinking more of like a PC game. And here's the thing, maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe a way to like make it, uh, multiplayer is that you like one of you is Lorne Michaels and like mm-hmm. you're just kind of like the the mastermind or another person is like your head writer your Tina uh-huh. Fey and you're gotcha. like in charge of making the scripts and you're all like co-op mm. playing co-op together and I like that. if you really wanted to add a layer to it maybe two opposing players are in charge of mad tv <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the rts starcraft thing comes in right you and you start competing. like your 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 set for the mad tv skit starts encroaching on the snl set right. and you just have like the actors like bumping into each other and shit exactly <laughs> i like oh, that man. you could go sabotage the set <laughs> yes yes oh i like the idea that you could like sneak in and sabotage so you do have like like characters with a high stealth stat and you can ask like tracy morgan to just sneak into the snl <laughs> set and, uh, like yes. like tracy morgan known for his stealthiness <laughs> <laughs> known for being very subtle and stealthy but like you know like how the stars of like they're all like really quirky and weird so maybe you like go on the set and you like say to uh, Tracy Morgan, oh, you give Tracy Morgan a shit ton of sugar and trigger his diabetes and he can't perform <laughs> he can't perform in a sketch and they're like alright well we have to throw in Daryl Hammond and like <laughs> it doesn't That's work so with Daryl yeah and the, the sketch tanks like <laughs> I think Ooh, there's I a like lot of variables lot. to it that could be fun alright so my game is titled As Days Go By very dramatic it's a Metroidvania-style game. <laughs> nice. 
All right. Is so that Days Go By a soap opera or something? Just It's just the title. Okay. okay. So you start the game as a Chicago police officer with a s- small family at home with a wacky neighbor. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you are Carl Winslow. <laughs> as soon as said Chicago police officer, I knew it. So, the, this as game is by? the Family Matters game as days go by. But Family Matters is not in the title. We're not playing off that licensing opportunity. Well, as days go by is in their theme song. Oh, wow. Okay, very subtle. I like it. Days go by. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Uh, so, it's, it's not uh, even Metroidvania. Like the title of the song. <laughs> it's just a line in the song. Uh, so you are Carl Winslow, Chicago police officer, and your family is kidnapped by your neighbor Urkel's crazy experiment. (laughs) Oh no. So, and this wacky invention could be, he has a clone. Maybe he, it's his Urkel bot that he invented in one episode. He had an evil ventriloquist dummy in an episode. Who knows? It could Uh, be any of those. Or they're all a boss. The dummy creeped me out for real. I remember that still to this day. Being like, no! <laughs> so your first mission as Carl will be you have to free Steve Urkel. And he becomes your, like, um, like what's the dude in Luigi's Mansion who just is in the basement who gives you, like, supplies oh, and Professor stuff? Oh, Professor Egad. Yes. <laughs> He's your Professor Egad <laughs> giving you, like, uh, like items to, like, help you on, like, almost, like, Bond-esque, uh, like, James like Bond-esque yeah. gadgets. Yeah, he's your Q. <laughs> so you're going through these missions trying to save your family. You're fighting Urkel bots. You're going through <laughs> and you're collecting uh, gear and you're going back to Urkel and he's building you weapons. He's building you loadouts and stuff. Oh, and then eventually that. what happens is you get enough stuff that he can create his weird machine that turns Steve Urkel into cool, cool Stefan Urkel. <laughs> and nice. he becomes yes. a playable character as well. His and you final need form. Stefan to be able to rescue Laura, the daughter. <laughs> I like that. I Very like nice. that a lot. <laughs> so because of the Metroidvania, you have to keep going. I love that right off the bat that it's, uh, Reginald Val Johnson is the hero of the game, not Urkel. Absolutely, no. <laughs> it's the it's like the original creator's intent. Because like yeah. from what I understand Urkel about Family Matters too, is that Urkel was written as like a side character and then became very popular, and then he became the star of the show. And yeah, he everybody was only supposed else was in like two episodes, and then they're like, "This kid's great." Yeah, <laughs> like so. This is like uh, like the Clone Wars for Star Wars fans, where it's just like, no, no, it's the original creator's intent. Like, the real hero (laughs) is Carl Winslow. (laughs) This is very true to the original creator's intent. Uh, I like the idea with the uh, gadget building that it's like, uh, Ratchet and Clank had this system where you're, like, destroying robots, those are the enemies, and then when you destroy the robots, you get, like, uh, cogs and you get like screws and stuff and then you yeah. use that to build your weapons. So I like the idea that you're destroying the Urkel bots and you bring those uh, pieces that you collect from destroying the Urkel bots back to Urkel for him to recycle and create something useful for you. You're a cop and you're having a like teenager help you fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe they took over like the entire city so you're like the last cop in the city who has to like 
full diehard uh, go Ooh, and save your family. Bill Johnson. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he's a cop and he does have a gun in his holster, but instead he's using Stefan Arkell's fart gun that he gave him. <laughs> well, my I'm guessing it's because it's like his creations are the enemy in the first place. So it's like, you know, you can't mm. just go arrest them or yeah. something like it's a evil dummy. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> yeah. you gotta like, yeah. Yeah, how do you fight people, dummy? The only way to defeat him is by unstuffing him with this plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like Batman Arkham City, where like you have to have a certain weapon for a certain enemy, and Urkel's the only one who can create it. You did describe it as a Metroidvania. So, I, yeah, I like the idea that you need to go to Urkel to get these weapons in order to progress. Yeah. So you can't beat the game with just your gun. It's physically impossible. You need to free Urkel and get yeah, these weapons. You, you encounter a barrier that you need to use the fart gun to open. So, uh, can I also ask, so Laura is taken captive, like the daughter who that Urkel had a crush on throughout the whole series. And if I remember correctly, she only really responded to Stefan uh, until, <laughs> until the ninth season. Um, are the other members of the Family Matters cast anywhere? Like, I remember yes, the they've plucky all been abducted. They've, so oh, they're Eddie, all abducted. Eddie, the mm. son, is abducted. You got uh, Judy, the daughter, who kind of disappeared after like two or three seasons. She just like wasn't in the show anymore. Right. Wait, was that the younger daughter? Yeah, they had like a how did they disappear? Her? <laughs> she just stopped being on the show. And then there's like the aunt and the nephew who were on for a while. They're all kidnapped along with grandma. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone is kidnapped. Oh my yeah, gracious. everyone. Everyone's been taken. Serious. So I think we find out at the end, it's like Urkel's evil clone kidnapped the whole family because he doesn't have one of his own. Mm. Uh, oh, wow. Wow, that's uh, deep. What's the tone deeper. of this? Is this like cartoony, cel-shaded type of thing? Or is it like a, a, a dark, gritty, like Call of Duty-esque kind of thing going on a reboot i like to think it's a semi-brighter version of like uh batman arkham the arkham series okay okay i like it's like in the vein of the arkham series but a little bit brighter because you're steve urkel with a fart gun (laughs) (laughs) i love the idea that it's very dark and gritty but you are using a fart gun (laughs) (laughs) i mean i can tell you as a fan of Family Matters. Uh, I, I love this concept. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I was a big TGIFer, and I would only say that maybe the like what you could do too, like expansion, is you could expand into the other TGIF universe. Yeah, because they had the crossover larger. episodes with yeah. uh, Step mm-hmm. by Step, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Um, you could have Corey and Topanga in an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you want to know uh, my my secret connection to Step by Step? What's that? Um, the girl who well, played Imagine if Lily. we were like, imagine if we were like, nah, not really. And then we just, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, no, I'm good. The girl from Step by Step who was the youngest daughter, Lily, her name was Emily Young. She went to our uh, elementary school and we, uh, oh. we, we dated. In, wow. <laughs> we dated as second graders, which meant holding hands, essentially. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> So you but, made it to third base by second grade standards. You did I think, hold like, hands. There's a, there's a possibility that I could enter the game as myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, the step-by-step universe could be a part of it. You've got Boy Meets World, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. These could mm. all be different 
characters that Carl Winslow could encounter and kill. <laughs> he recruits along the way. <laughs> yeah. No man. Friendly fire is turned on. You can accidentally shoot Corey from Boy Meets World in the face. <laughs> and if you do, then the Corey Matthews side quests are closed off permanently. It saves yeah. automatically if you shoot him in the face, and you can never get to those Corey Matthews side quests. All right, I'm excited that this one wasn't taken. I was a little bit uh, worried because in my mind it was very obvious, but I think mm. I would I would have to go with you know a very popular show for all time, and uh, the youth of today are even picking it back up. Um, it seems to just be growing in popularity. So uh, I would say The Office, um, mm. and I would do it as a Red Dead Redemption style, totally open world. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a, you're a new character. You're not Jim or anyone or Dwight or Michael or anything. You're just like you know. You're your own character and you uh-huh. go into and you get hired at Dunder Mifflin. But like, you know, you can sell paper. You can do that. There's all kinds of mini games for that. Or you can be like, you know what? This Dwight guy seems cool. And you go become a beat farmer. And you. Uh, <laughs> I like that you could accept but, quests from Dwight and you could go down that quest line. Yeah, I like having Moe's side quests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you yeah, go you and like Moe's is there. Everybody. Moses there and it's like you know what's Mo's deal and you can figure out what's going on with that or you know you can drive up and uh take some interviews at uh, Dunder Mifflin Corporate with uh David Wallace and and take that <laughs> path there so I just to, so you said Red Dead Redemption but really it's closer to Grand Theft Auto actually yeah I guess uh, no you okay. happen to be riding a horse everywhere your character does ride a horse <laughs> It takes yeah. place in modern day Pennsylvania, but your character yeah. does ride a horse. You have to buy a horse from Dwight at one point. Yeah. 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 So That's I mean, the there, is, there is a story you can follow, and if you follow the story, it like roughly follows the show. Like eventually, Michael leaves, and eventually Robert California comes, and the, uh, so like all that stuff will happen if you do like the storyline. But you absolutely do not have to. Like you could go, you know. Sing in Andy's acapella group and pursue a career in uh, I feel like Robert California's questline would be fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he would discreetly ask you to murder somebody. And it would be the only instance of violence in this entire game. Oh, no. Oh, there's the Scranton, there's the Scranton Strangler. And I was going to say, oh. they never did find out who that was. Oh, Is that your destiny? Great. It's your destiny to become the Scranton Strangler? Ooh, wow finally so, an answer to the age-old question <laughs> I, I will say the one change here is there is no film crew so there's no like there's no film crew following mm. them around like anything like that so that whole part of the show and everything is is taken or out. or maybe we could do like a super mario 64 the camera in the game <laughs> is operated by the camera guy <laughs> And That's if you good. like, if you like, well, or that you could have the film crew, and if you pay them off, they'll let you see like everyone else's footage, and you can, you know, get dirt on people and uh, <laughs> get their testimony. Uh, yeah, no, we need the crew. The crew adds a, adds a whole other element. I like. All that. right, all right. I oh, love the thought this. of like advanced refrigeration side quests. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's like just an annoying like mini game where you're just lifting up fridges for Bob Vance <laughs> and moving them into the storeroom. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I like the larger universe that you can accept quests like just, you know, in the vein of Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead, like all those mm-hmm. Rockstar games. 
Like you can really go off on like a tangent and really get to know who is Creed Bratton. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, and what, what has he done? <laughs> you oh, talk man, to one of your people. missions is just go to the quarry and throw rocks with Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we go to Erin for a mission and she's like, there's a groundhog that keeps stealing my pies off my picnic table. <laughs> and you need to like go chase the groundhog and like dig it out of its hole. <laughs> I have to imagine at some point you sleep with Meredith multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that can be like driving home after uh, a night with Meredith. You know, that's a that's a whole quest there. So here's my question: Can you seduce Pam and break up the Pam Jim? I this is a totally Ooh. open. Oh, you absolutely can if that's well, your uh, if that's your choice. Well, that's a way, back of the box bullet right there. Oh, so that, also another thing that like uh, just dawned on me is that you the pranks that Jim pulls on Dwight are such a major part of the show. So you, you must have to like at some point like start pranking people in the office, yeah. Like that, yeah, that, mm-hmm. like inventing well, new pranks to happen. I imagine that's like Jim's main kind of. I mean, he, I guess he has the Pam storyline, and then he also has the prank kind of storyline. So those are like his kind of quests. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like every Grand Theft Auto quest line is like you do jobs for this guy and you work your way up their ranks and then you start doing jobs for someone else and you end up killing that first guy. So I like the idea that like you're the new guy in the office, Jim takes you in under his wing because he's friendly, you start doing pranks with Jim, but then Dwight calls you over and you do a prank that goes way too far and like breaks Jim's leg or something and then you're just boys with Dwight from then on. I I just see a screen with like two choices and it's like a kill jim (laughs) (laughs) but like here's a question what if you're a temp that starts alongside ryan and ryan becomes your rival throughout the game and like eventually you're (laughs) tasked with killing ryan (laughs) yeah and you 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 steal uh uh, mindy kaling's character away you're you're the one that um that actually did the double counting sales on online and <laughs> yeah. in paper. And, uh, but you what you do is you frame Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> you frame Ryan. Yeah. I like the idea that there's like a very binary morality system, like a Paragon versus Renegade thing. Like if you start going bad, you start growing horns, like little horns on your head, like in Fable. No, I, the way I look at it, you know, it's just like life. I mean, everything, you know, in the moment, of course, you, you can justify it. I had to frame Ryan. Here's another question. What if it's a class-based thing and you uh, can sign up to be in different departments? So like you can be an accountant. You can be, uh, here's, and uh, this is where I was going, accountant, sales, HR. And if you're HR, your main job is telling on Michael. (laughs) <laughs> and michael and you get like, michael fired like in season one <laughs> but like then like because michael just has so like good luck like michael hates yeah. you because no matter what like you do somebody in the office is gonna hate you and like you'll mm-hmm. probably want like your characters that you like like uh you know jim and pam and michael to like you but if you mm-hmm. go certain routes like you might be like buddy buddy with creed 
or you might be buddy buddy with Stanley. <laughs> like I think oh, yeah. like there's there's like if you do a class based system in this, you could really get on certain characters' bad sides. Like if you if you're an HR rep, maybe you frame Toby and actually make him out to be the Scranton Scrangler to become the foremost <laughs> HR rep. <laughs> yeah. That's you get good. Toby fired and everyone in the office then loves See, you. And yeah, like, yeah. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> there's infinite possibilities. See? I mean, there's so much that could happen, basically. And there's a lot of source material to work with. I mean. Yeah. I'm thinking about the Creed quest line now, and that would just literally be a Grand Theft Auto quest line. <laughs> that's all yeah. I'd be. Yeah. Like selling You'd be drugs stealing to cars. Kids. Yeah, selling drugs. Selling fake IDs. <laughs> when he comes in and he has blood all over him, and he goes, thank God, it's Halloween. <laughs> so would the Stanley, par- uh, uh, Stanley storyline be just helping him get away with an affair? Yes, and, like, yeah, and sleeping at the office, up, yeah. and finding <laughs> yeah. more, more and more difficult crossword puzzles. Like, <laughs> hey, good job, kid. This is a rare one, but you know what I want next. <laughs> you keep providing him with different crossword puzzles. Yeah, the Stanley quest line culminates in like a in like a giant mission where you need to go through his house and like hide all the evidence of his adultery but in order to do it you do have to complete five full crossword puzzle <laughs> missions before that so another thing about this so like grand theft auto is like an approximation of like uh, uh la right like the mm-hmm. city of los angeles so in this game you're it's in just grand pennsylvania <laughs> Well, it's grand, but you can go to New York and stuff. Like, you can go down Ooh, to Florida. Yeah. Is there, like, a Utica? That. There's a Utica branch you can go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, yeah. like, New York, I feel like, would, like, maybe... I feel like New York would make the game, like, only fun in New York. Well, like, well, let's say your, you your go, open world should only be these I feel horrible like little be, towns in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so it's, like, how they do it. Is in, like, The Witcher 3... There's like this one major beautiful city that's supposed to be awesome, but you can't actually adventure in the city. You can only be in like these five rooms of the yeah. castle. I think like, that's, that's right. how I'm imagining like New right. York is. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can only be in Dunder yeah. Mifflin headquarters. Like on you're there yeah. and it's David the best Wallace's part of the floor. game, but it's only like one street that you can yeah. explore. And then you hit an invisible wall and you yeah. just keep walking and it goes nowhere. <laughs> right. You can, can only be this. on the floor with David Wallace and then. <laughs> yeah. You can go yeah. to a Sabaro and <laughs> Well, a Sabaro's in the first floor of the building. So yeah, right. <laughs> I cause I have gone to Scranton multiple times and man, that city is depressing. <laughs> so I have quite a few honorable mentions. Me too. Uh, which are which are games that I came up with that didn't uh, quite make it to my number one, but are nonetheless worth mentioning. So I'm gonna start with uh, what is definitely the worst one because it is just a pun, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, you guys know Mario Lopez? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. This is Access Hollywood starring your host, Wario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Eva Mendez was spotted at Panera Bread. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so sounds it's, horrible. I like that it's basically just WarioWare, but with Mario Lopez. Yeah, all Chris's ideas are just WarioWare. <laughs> yeah, I had Wario on the brain. That 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 thought, Wario Lopez, led me to Channel Surfing Showdown Mega Micro Games. <laughs> that was that was the brain seed that that planted that flower. The brain um, seed. <laughs> do you guys remember Nintendo Dogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. 
Nintendogs for Nintendo DS. This is Nintendog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> uh, so I thought only one was a pun. <laughs> no, they're all puns. It's it's a virtual pet where, you know, Dog the Bounty Hunter lives in your Nintendo DS and you know, you need to feed him uh Moe's Southwest Steakhouse every now and then to keep him going. <laughs> and he'll he'll you know, he'll bring home more bounties for you if you keep him fed and watered. Nice. My next one is Anime Crossing. So I guess this is just Animal Crossing, but with, you know, Goku on your island. You got, you got your Na- Naruto's. You got, Naruto. you got yeah. your One Pieces. You got your Sword Art Onlines. <laughs> and they just come to your island and, you know, live in peace and harmony with each other. Um, I thought that that would be a fun one. Uh, this is one that's an actual game. So this is this is actually real. Um, an actual idea. So there is an Animal Crossing game. Uh, back to Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing Happy Home Academy. And that is the game that came out previous to New Horizons that everyone's playing. But in Happy Home Academy, all you did was interior decorate and you were uh, like graded on your aesthetics and graded on like the functionality of what you built. So it's a game with that system, but it's Room Raiders. Room Raiders Happy Home Academy. Oh. So you like make a room for this character and then the Room Raider comes in and you have to try to win their affection and win their love. I thought you were just going full HGTV. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't be so bad. It could be like Property Brothers Happy Home Academy. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty good. It's Um, Fixer Upper, but you pay real money and it's like a VR, but you go in and you actually knock and rebuild a house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all of my ideas are in VR. That's just a given. (laughs) Um, And then I do have two celebrity guest shots from none other than my wife. Uh, These are her ideas. Um, I did ask her if she wanted to be on the show and her response was to laugh at me. So... I'm sad. I would have loved to have been on with Michi. Yeah. But she she did offer these two celebrity guest shots that I'll prevent for her in her absence. Um, the first one is Jerry Springer Brawl. And that's a game Ooh. that starts out as a visual novel where you go through and you're selecting like responses and you're building up the drama. And then when the drama <laughs> reaches a peak, it does become a wrestling game <laughs> where you can pile drive your opponent and, you know, reach into the crowd and grab a folding chair and whack them in the head with it. Very nice. nice. Like that. Um, and her other celebrity guest shot is... Uh, an open world game where you hunt for garbage and then try to pawn your findings out on the crew from Pawn Stars. This is Pawn Stars the game. So I'm picturing this could be like a Grand Theft Auto 5 mod where you're just in that world but you're only going around searching for garbage. There's no (laughs) combat. There's no nothing. You're just like looking under the bridge for something you could pawn off to the Pawn Stars guys. Very nice. Pete, you said you had a few? Yeah, I got a couple. Um... So one is ESPN Sports Center the game, which is basically just Pokemon Snap, but for sports people. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are you like at these sporting events with like a camera trying to yeah, snap Yeah, I'm imagining them? you're like at an NFL game and you have to like get the shot of the game winning touchdown. Oh, wow. Are you also riding a roller coaster type <laughs> contraption? Like <laughs> yeah. snap? Okay, so for a while on Monday Night Football, there is a thing called the Booger Mobile. <laughs> It's not for a while. Hear me out. Hear me out. There is a guy who used to be a player (laughs) who's named Booger McFarland. (laughs) 
he was the sideline announcer for Monday Night Football. And they put him on a track, like a train track on one of the sidelines, and they would just pull him back and forth as the game progressed down the field. He would just be even with the ball. So I'm imagining you're just on, and they call it the booger mobile. So I'm imagining you're just on the booger mobile, and you have to make sure you get the shot. I like, I like that. that idea. So <laughs> if you remember how the mechanics of Pokemon Snap worked, uh, Pokemon Snap worked. You it could was... throw like apples. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could just throw an apple at LeBron James. Really yeah. mess up his game. Um, but the way it worked was you were graded on closeness. So how close you were to the subject. Uh, and you were graded on angle. Or were they facing you? And you were graded on like activity. Like were they doing something interesting? Uh, like was Pikachu doing his Thunderbolt? And in this case, it is was... Shaquille O'Neal, you know, breaking the backboard with a yeah, exactly. slam a jam. Like, did you just get a shot of before the snap and they're just all standing in a line? Or did you get that toe-touch sideline catch? Yeah, who knows? This, this exactly. game almost sounds like a Tyler game because of how infuriating it would be to watch a fake football game <laughs> like for two, three hours and you're just trying to get a good photo of it. And much like Pokemon in, in the Snap, booger sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, they just yeah. Don't do it. sometimes, sometimes it just, just watch. It was actually just a boring anything. game. They won three zero. There was only a field goal. <laughs> But then every now and then, John Starks does jump over Michael Jordan, and you can get that shot of <laughs> yeah. the dunk. Uh, so that you was got to be ready. I then had Avatar: The Last Airbender as a fighting game. Ooh, that's Ooh. just that should just exist. Like that's yeah. not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a yeah. good idea. Um, uh, well, you're talking to the right guy about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, Bar Rescue, which is a real time tactic game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So that that could be similar to like the SNL game that Joey was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah. Like you have to make sure you have enough servers, but you don't want to overstaff because then you lose uh-huh. money. And then right. uh, if you don't clean the kitchen right, John Taffer comes out and screams at you that you're going to get somebody sick. And then it's a. Uh... This sounds almost like a like a tycoon game, like roller yeah, coaster it's similar so, like roller coaster tycoon or something. Yeah, like bar tycoon, except John Taffer is there to scream at you <laughs> if you fuck up. <laughs> Um, and I want it to be like full FMV video sequences of him looking directly into the camera. Pixelated just, John Tapper comes in, you're gonna get somebody sick! And he just like slides out. <laughs> That's very good. And flubbing his lines. Every other line is flubbed because he doesn't know how to read off the script. Uh, is John Taffer still out there in the world doing stuff? God, I hope oh, so. Oh, Bar Rescue's still going. Good. Paramount Network. It's on every morning in the Corvettes' household. So I don't. Uh, something just dawned on me. I don't have. Um, I didn't really have any other ideas, but the. Um, I just saw something that was about Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Uh, what would be like a hilarious television event to stick two video game characters <laughs> in and and then, like Mario adapt it? Sonic. Like if it was like Banjo and Kazooie at the Oscars, like. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have an Oscars host anymore. Banjo and Kazooie would be better than nothing. <laughs> it's just Banjo and Kazooie. Marvel versus Capcom Family Feud. <laughs> That's a great line of thought. Something versus uh, Capcom. Kardashians versus Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> um, all right, I, I had 
one and another one that's kind of stupid. Well, they're both kind of stupid, but uh, Succession. This is actually my wife Sarah's idea, so shout out to her. Succession, but like Risk, like a strategy game kind of. Ooh, so like, wow, you're like okay, partnering up with talking. people. You know, obviously it's not well, it's world domination, but in a in the business sense that so you're like trying to make alliances and um, you know defeat other like companies or whatever that's very good i could picture that being like a great board game honestly if, if it's not a video game i could picture it's like the a evolution of risk but <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so, so it's like you know you p- can position yourself well but then sometimes like nobody watches your programming so like you know you go under <laughs> like you roll a dice to see how many ad dollars you get yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you could get like you could obtain capital, and capital could be like money. It could also be market share. It could also be like uh, like friendships that you have, and then you use that yeah. power and that capital to like gain leverage and make deals with people. So like, I'll give you this if you give me that. Um, and you know, the more capital you have, uh, the easier it is to make those deals. Exactly. Oh, I like that. So it's like a like I'm picturing like a four person game where it's like mind games going on. You don't know what yeah. the other person's thinking. Yeah. I like that. Wow. Okay. That's very good. So now we pick a winner. So my game was Channel Surf Showdown Mega Micro Games. It's a game where you're jumping from game show activity to game show activity at a moment's notice. And you're doing physical things. You're doing uh, trivia related things. You're doing, uh, you know, we polled 100 people. What's the top number one answer related things. Um, And it just comes at you like this. And then you do a big boss challenge at the end where you're climbing the aggro crag or taking on uh, the legends of the hidden temple temple guards uh and and you do get to win real money let's not forget that it is a subscription (laughs) model where you are paying ten dollars a month for the right to play this game yeah and you can make it your career if you are good enough at it and it is vr it is vr you need a top level top of the line pc with an (laughs) oculus rift yeah wait so what's this uh it's exactly like that uh movie and book that came out that was about video games, right? Where it's VR world. Except ready Player One. Oh, yeah. It's Ready Player One. It's Ready Player One, except you only play game shows. It's yes, worse yes. Ready Player One. <laughs> it's Ready Player One, but worse. And if Wario was there. <laughs> um, so that's my idea. Joey, review yours. Uh, my idea was uh, SNL The Game, a real-time strategy game where you have to manage all of the personalities of all of these psychopaths who work for you in uh, 30 Rock, <laughs> these cocaine addicts and Harvard graduates. Um, and yeah, it, it would just be a fun game where you uh, don't get to see any of the comedy sketches you create <laughs> so much as try and get good ratings. Very good. Very good. Pete, what was yours? Uh, mine was As Days Go By, a Family Matters game which is a Metroidvania uh, style game in the concept of Arkham, the Arkham series. Uh, We are Carl Winslow, Chicago police officer, trying to save your family from the evil Urkel bots and Urkel clones and ventriloquist, evil ventriloquist dummies. (laughs) And Luke, your elevator pitch? Uh, Mine is Grand Theft Auto Scranton. Uh, (laughs) it's the office but a grand theft auto game and you can you know go and decide what you want your career to be paper salesman or uh mass murderer or whatever i love that 
Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and enter my vote after that. And I'm going to go Grand Theft Auto Scranton. I, I too will vote for Grand Theft Auto Scranton. Yeah, I'm going to Grand Theft Auto Scranton. Wow. We just saw right. the office so much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just. The possibilities so with that yeah. game are endless. You could do the, anything. Yeah. All the, right. The, the Meredith quest line will make it an adults only game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond mature. It's not sold at Walmart. There's so much there. At the be- when you first turn on the game, so uh, very famously, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, 2, I think it was, had a, uh, a selector at the beginning that it was, there is a very controversial level in this oh, video yeah. game, and it's the level oh, the where airport. you go through the airport and shoot everybody, and at, when you first turn on that game, it was, are you sure you want to play this level? And it doesn't happen for like two hours, but they ask you right at the beginning. So I like the idea, are you sure you want to enable the Meredith quest line? <laughs> it may scar you for life (laughs) cool well congratulations luke and congratulations grand theft auto scranton on your big win here at i'd totally play that um my name is chris gordon uh you could find my music on spotify just search sprightly you can find me on twitter at your boy sprightly i am joey pasco and if you find me on any platform instagram twitter congratulations (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome Uh, I am Pete Corvesses you can find me on Twitter at at Pete Corvesses you can't spell it don't worry you're not missing much Uh, (laughs) the only tweet I've had that's non-sports is about Dave Matthews as a Pokemon (laughs) (laughs) a a reason to follow right there if I've ever heard one (laughs) my my mind is racing now Is that the sound he makes as a Pokemon? <laughs> no, the sound he makes as a Pokemon is all of his songs. He's just saying his name the whole time. He's like, Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews, I'm Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. <laughs> yep. That's great. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, and Luke, uh, tell us about your writing and stuff. Yeah, so um, my government name is Lucas Quagliata. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the real quags, Q-U-A-G-S. Um, and yeah, I write a lot about uh, media mostly, but also just musings on other topics. But uh, it's a, a, a semi-serious endeavor for me. So yeah, check it out if you're interested in like media, television, streaming wars, all that kinds of businessy stuff. And sometimes he writes about the Domino's Pizza Tracker. Look out yeah, for that once one. A year, <laughs> check at least it out. once a year. At least once a year, I write about all the times I ordered Domino's that year and how it went. And And uh, surely that will last longer than Quibi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, almost certainly. (laughs) Nice. Well, thank you for listening to I'd Totally Play That. Uh, And uh, we appreciate you. We like you. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) 